Locked and Down, The Reset with Cindy Paluta is brought to you by Salal. Mind, body, Salal. 702 presents Locked and Down podcast. The Reset with Cindy Paluta. Welcome everyone to Locked and Down The Reset. I'm Cindy Paluta. Thank you so much for listening in today. We're continuing our journey to a reset and today we're talking about burnout. Before COVID, burnout was defined by the World Health Organization as a syndrome resulting from chronic workplace stress that had not been successfully managed, leading to intense negative feelings about one's job. And while that's still true, you fast forward through a pandemic and burnout can now be used for anyone, not just those in the workspace. As now we see medical journals labeling burnout as a form of exhaustion caused by constantly feeling swamped, to put it simply. Today I'm joined by Judy Clippen, a coach specializing in burnout recovery. Judy, let's jump right in. Burnout's a term that is being used far more frequently, I find, these days. A lot of people are feeling very low on energy, exhausted, negative towards the job or situation, overwhelmed, and quite simply unable to keep up with life's daily demands. I think I felt like this for most of my life, actually, when I was starting to do my research about burnout. But Judy, have we seen an increase in cases of burnout post-COVID? And why do you think we've seen it? So I think that there has always been a lot of burnout and I certainly have been talking about it for years. It was in 2019 that the World Health Organization first identified it as an issue and then I definitely think that COVID has exacerbated it. It's definitely shone a spotlight on it and it has made it I suppose more okay for people to start talking about it and admitting that they have it. So if you could briefly explain what burnout is if you were describing it to somebody or spelling it out for somebody that might have it. I don't want to say list of symptoms because nine times out of 10, we check that box and we go, oh no, I must be burnt out. So (laughs) just, you know, in layman's terms. So I think the best description I've ever heard of burnout is it's a feeling of having nothing left to give. It's just having run out of everything, emotionally, physically, spiritually, relationally, mentally. Um, And it is a systemic condition and it does affect all of those realms of our life. But that feeling of kind of just running on empty, I think, is the best way of describing it. Quite often we feel like we're running on empty, right? So you get invited to something on Friday night and then you've got something on Saturday night and your friends want to see you and work has a deadline. Is burnout something that has to be diagnosed over a period of time? Is it a way you have to feel over a period of time? Or could you have, I guess, short burnout and long burnout? I always say to my clients, you don't wake up one morning with burnout. It's not like chicken pox. It evolves over over a very long time. And that's why if you're feeling burnt out, just having a weekend off or a two or three week holiday isn't actually going to change it. So yeah, I don't think we get short term burnout. I think burnout is a cumulative disease. And how would I know if I've got burnout as opposed to, well, I'm just overwhelmed at the moment and I feel like I've got nothing to give, but a short holiday would actually fix that? So that's talking about fatigue. And that's just a kind of normal response to busy life, October, end of, you know, close to the end of the year. Lots of people are feeling fatigued, needing a break to refuel. Burnout, you don't feel better after resting. You still feel wiped out. You still feel like you are withdrawing social. You still, your concentration is still impacted. You just don't have that ability to bounce back after a a period of rest the way you do when you are fatigued. So you would almost go on that holiday, come back after like a splendid holiday and still not feel 
rejuvenated about your job or everyday yeah. life. Yeah, or you might feel rejuvenated for a couple of weeks. But honestly, in February, my practice is full of people coming to me and saying, I don't understand why I'm so tired. I've just had a three-week holiday. Well, because a three-week holiday isn't enough to reverse years of burnout progression. So it sounds quite similar to depression. Mm-hmm. One of the common symptoms is you just don't feel like getting out of bed in yeah. the morning. So what is the difference between burnout and depression? It's a great question because they both present in a very similar way and they often are mistaken for each other. So the way I differentiate between them is that they're both a kind of exhaustion, a feeling of tiredness. When we have burnout, we are feeling tired from life or by life. Whereas when we have depression, we are feeling tired of life. Wow. And it's a small but very important distinction. Please repeat that. Okay, so when we have burnout, we are feeling tired from life or by life. It is life that is tiring us. When we have depression, we are feeling tired of life. One word has made a huge difference in the difference. Mm. Just to say that if we don't pay attention to the burnout, it can progress into depression. Okay. So it's not to say that it's either or, one or the other. It can actually be both. The thing about burnout, though, is that it is possible for us to be mindful and to change our habits and to get better boundaries and to look after ourselves better. And in doing that, we can recover from burnout. But depression is not something we can recover from on our own. We really, really need to go and get professional help if we are feeling depressed from a psychiatrist or a psychologist or your GP or whatever. But it's not something that we can think ourselves Mm. out of or act ourselves out of. You know, there there is a mental or intellectual Mm. and emotional aspect to it. And anyone who has ever had burnout or lived with someone who has burnout will know that part of burnout, we become very emotional, irritable, sometimes quite irrational, and just feeling overwhelmed and as though we're just not holding it together, basically. You've spoken about some some very telling symptoms. So what should I do if I think I have burnout? Is there like a tick box? Is there like a, well, these are the things to look out for and mm. this is what you need to do? So burnout is a behavioral issue and it's a, and it's a, a question of boundaries. And there are a whole lot of underlying beliefs and thoughts that often we aren't even conscious of that drive us to the point of exhaustion and overwhelm and then just keep on driving us until we get to burnout. So the first thing is to become aware of where do we have leaky boundaries? Where are we struggling to say no? Where are we struggling to ask for help? Which is an enormous one. And then to kind of look at what are the drivers that are making us push ourselves too far. Are we wanting to be promoted? Are we wanting approval and affirmation? And then there are some more behavioral things like obvious things like not getting enough sleep, not drinking enough water, abusing substances, including caffeine and cigarettes and the like, (laughs) Um, not eating properly. You know, it's a mixture of things. So really one has to, because it's a systemic disease, one has to look at the systemic issues in order to come up with with a cure for it. Now, you've written a book, Recover from Burnout, and so I'm sure, you know, it's not an easy road to recovering from burnout. And you've, I'm sure, had a lot of people come to you and you've coached a lot of people over many, many years. And people have beaten burnout. Mm. You can beat the burnout. Mm. I think that's the very important message. You're not stuck in Mm. the burnout. Mm. What do you think were the characteristics that those who have beaten the burnout showed? So... 
Just before I answer that question, I want to just say that burnout is a very, very tricky disease. And once you have had it, you are actually quite vulnerable to developing it again, partly because it's a personality thing, but also partly because your body has got like a weakness now. So it really is important when you are recovering from burnout to make proper systemic changes in your life if you want to not become a repeat offender. So the things that people have done that have really helped are to be aware of boundaries, to give themselves permission to ask for help, to give themselves permission to say no to the things that don't serve them. I believe that we don't get burnout from doing too much. We get burnout from doing too much of the wrong things the things that are wrong for us. So saying yes to things that we really don't want to do or saying yes to things that we aren't able to do. Mm. And then that either creates resentment or anxiety, both of which are enormous fuels for burnout. Mm. So it's really about being honest with ourselves and about taking the time to reconnect ourselves and to be mindful. I use this analogy of if I were to say to you, how much money do you have in your bank account today? You probably have a clear sense of how much money is in your bank account. You know when payday is, you know how much money arrives, you know what you have to spend your money on. We all have a pretty good sense Mm. of how we Mm. spend our money, but we don't do the same with energy. And actually our energy, it's exactly the same. It's a finite resource, but we spend our energy like there's no tomorrow. And it's exactly the same. If we spend more than we have, we go into overdraft. And if we keep pushing ourselves further and further into overdraft, we become bankrupt. And that's what burnout is. Still to come on Locked and Down the Reset, I'll be asking Judy about those important steps we can take to avoid burnout in our lives or to help those around us who might be suffering from burnout. It's said that health is wealth, and in the pursuit of wellness, many are looking beyond medicines that manage symptoms and choosing supplements that can provide real health solutions in support of more holistic lifestyles. Salal offers a comprehensive range that combines micronutrients with concentrated plant extracts. Only the highest quality ingredients to nourish your body and mind with essential vitamins for overall health. Mind. Body. Salal. Locked and Down Podcast. The Reset. With Cindy Paluta. I think as as humans, we're naturally people-pleasing. Yeah. Uh, humans need to be liked and we like to mm. be liked. Mm. So often we don't want to say no to somebody because we don't want them to hold us in disregard. So we would rather spend our energy on somebody else exactly. than upset them, mm. even if it exhausts us and depletes us mm-hmm. to the point of burnout. Exactly. That's exactly right. So, and that's exactly what I mean about spending our money not mindfully and recklessly. People who recover from burnout and who are able to stay recovered from burnout budget their energy expenditure the same way they budget their money. So they are very clear about what are the things that drain my energy from me, what are the things that restore my energy, what are the things that generate energy for me, and they make sure that at the very least they are breaking even and spending as much as they are making. And hopefully, generating more than they're spending so they've got some to draw some savings to draw on you know when they need to if they have to pull an all night or there's a stressful period at work so if someone's struggling with burnout at the moment and they're listening to this and they're not sure what to do you have given a a few small tips and Mm. i think the one is ask for help definitely which is simple but not necessarily easy it's not a weakness (laughs) to have burnout absolutely not yeah it's totally normal Mm. no is a full sentence 
Absolutely. And you do not have to explain yourself. That's when we get into trouble. When we start explaining ourselves, then people see a chink in our armor. Just say, no, thank you. Yeah. So there is life after burnout and you can beat the burnouts. Realistically, how long does it take to beat burnout? So it's a bit of a how long is a piece of string question, unfortunately. But uh, sadly, it's probably longer than you think and certainly longer than you hope. (laughs) Um, It depends on how much time you can take off if you are still having to work, if the environment within which you are working or living is facilitating your recovery or is hindering your recovery. But generally, it takes a good two to three months at least of consistent resting um, and being mindful about what you need and giving it to yourself. It's about really connecting with yourself. It's about going inwards. Yeah. And listening to yourself and saying no when you need to say no. Exactly. So the first exercise I give to all of my burnout clients is to answer the following three questions every day, at least once a day. Question one is, what am I feeling? Not how am I feeling? Because as South Africans, we all say, fine, thanks. How are you? (laughs) So true. What what are you feeling? Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, what are you feeling? Question two, why are you feeling this way? And question three, what do you want to do about it? So it might be something very simple like, I've got a headache because I haven't had enough water to drink, so I'm going to get a jug of water on my desk. Simple, easy. Might be something a bit more complex like, I'm feeling resentful because the colleague who doesn't do any work has been promoted yet again and I haven't been. What do I want to do about it? I want to go and speak to my manager and actually ask them what I need to do to make sure I get promoted. So it doesn't matter how simple or complex it is. Those three questions are designed to bring us back to ourselves and to really check in with ourselves and see what we need because we lose sight of that when we're busy and anxious. I'm just sitting here a little bit stunned because everything you're saying is it's resonating so perfectly because every behavior is as a result of an internal feeling mm-hmm. and it's exactly that what am I feeling yeah. not how am I feeling fine thank you and you <laughs> Well, Judy, I've had an absolutely stunning time talking to you. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you. And I think the biggest challenge for a reset is identifying that you have burnout and getting help. So I reached out on my social medias using the hashtag The Reset, asking people how they feel about burnout. A lot of people responded on Instagram and Twitter saying they're unsure if they have burnout. Some don't want to label it as such because burnout is often directly related to work stress. Not many people want to admit their job is causing the burnout Mm. because their job is their passion. Mm. And quite honestly, in a very tough financial period, not many people can afford to change jobs. So if you're listening to this, it's crucial to stop and ask yourself, are you thriving, surviving, struggling, or in a crisis? Accept which one or more than you are in currently. And if you find yourself in need of someone to talk to, please remember SADAC is here to help. You can contact them on 0800-456-789. There's also other crisis centers that you can call or counseling services like Lifeline. If you go to lifeline.ca.za, they also have a contact form there. And then from me, Cindy, I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me on Twitter using the hashtag The Reset. Let me know what you're thinking after hearing this podcast or if there's any topic you would love us to discuss. So from me, Cindy Paluta, thank you so much for giving me your time. And remember, be kind to yourself. 702 presents Locked and Down Podcast. The Reset. With Cindy Paluta. Locked and Down The Reset with Cindy Paluta was brought to you by Salel. Mind, body, Salel.